Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Happy Monday, you are... Back once again with the Genegade Master. Unbelievably, considering my ADHD inability to stick to anything, we are now on episode 10 of No Straight Answers, the LGBT plus podcast where I have a little chin wag with members of the community and we talk about how cool it is being queer. And it's pretty damn cool. I'm Jen, and this week... I'm unbelievably lucky to chat to the wonderful comedian John Robertson, whose name I fuck up in the first 20 seconds. Respectful. Sorry, John. I uh, actually suffer from a very, very serious, debilitating disease called streamer brain. Three out of ten streamers in your area suffer with devastating streamer brain. Please donate today to fund world-leading research into helping streamers remember... How to pronounce words in their native language. Operators are standing by. I am also a moron. You might also know John as Robotron on Twitch. Um, It was such a lovely chat. John was so open and kind and he did all of that while dealing with COVID. (laughs) So (laughs) quite heroic, really. Um, There's some wonderful stuff in here about self-perception and presentation. And I learned a lesson about how much admin is involved in BDSM. These are recorded live on twitch.tv slash Master pretty much every week, so pop along if you want to ask the guests any questions. Jenegamemaster.com for all your social media needs. And that time I wrote a sketch for BBC Radio that has now been deleted off their website. I'll catch you after this. Enjoy this chat with Robotron. <laughs> Poor John's got his hand up, so I'm actually going to hurry along with his intro because I don't think he realised he wasn't on screen yet. So, <laughs> hello to everybody. Um, this is No Straight Answers, which is the LGBT plus podcast where I speak to people within the community, get their opinions on stuff, just have a little bit of a chat, really. And we tend to get a little bit um, introspective at times, I would say. Um, I am Jen and I am a queer, not cis woman anymore, I guess. I go by she, they pronouns. And today's guest is Mr. Darkroom himself, a comedian who I deeply adore, and I can't wait to meet him properly. It is John Robinson. Sorry, it's no, it's not. No, it's not. It's John Robertson. <laughs> also known as Robertron. John, feel free to roast me, right? I cannot say words in English on stream. It's literally in the song you just heard for that reason. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's 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 totally fine. It's okay. I mean, your your racist choices are your own. Oh, and, um, God. No, 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 no. It's all right. I'm not, I'm not even English. And in fact, it's a Scottish name. But that's okay. Don't, don't worry about it. I mean, obviously, um, I've never gone so quickly um, from adoration to someone getting my name wrong. And we haven't even had sex. This is amazing. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi, John Robertson. How are you? Thank thank you very much. It's it's lovely to be here with uh, Jenny Genital Raid. Good to see you, Genital Raid. I've I've been called far worse, pal. I'll give you that much. Of course, of course you have. Of course you have. It's no worries. Um, uh, gangrenous, uh, gangrenous ass blaster. It's a joy to have you. Uh, Hello. Hello. I'm. Hello, my love. Hello, Genital. Jesus Christ. I loved the um, look. I I was so taken with the video. Yeah, 
so taken with the video. I just had to throw up my hand in um, some pretty, I'm pretty sorry. sad. I, I ruined no, 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 it, it because it no, was it like was... you needed an intro. No, it was beautiful. Um, I, I, I was just happy to be included. I was just popping <laughs> along out the back, and then I just thought, oh, I'm just going to hold it. That, you know, that I... came third in Twitch Vision, John, that did. Did it? Came mm. third. Good Lord, well done. It's all right, isn't well it? Well done. I, you, know, you know what? A third, it's a gentleman's first. <laughs> it's You've a done gen- great. It's a polite It's first. a gentleman's first. <laughs> right, because now that I've entirely embarrassed myself and ruined this entire podcast already, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself, John? Sure. What would you like to know? Whatever you want to tell me. Tell us who, oh, I... who you are and your vast <laughs> backlog of incredible comedy achievements. Well, I, good. That won't take long. And also, um, <laughs> no, I, I could talk to my therapist about notions of who I am because I don't know. Um, you know, and your audience will be forgiven for not knowing either. Um, no, I'm a, um, I'm a stand-up comic uh, and an author. I, uh, create a, I created a show called The Dark Room, uh, which is the world's only live-action video game, mm. uh, where I wear a corset and huge boots and scream at people. And <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of nice German men have made the same joke with me of, oh, I came to this show because it was called The Dark Room, but it was not what I expected. Yeah, and they kind of wink like, yeah, 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 I know, pal, I know. I, I've, I've been in the places you're talking about. You had a great time. Shut up. Um, you're very much so, my yeah. audience. Yeah, yeah, you, you're 100% <laughs> part of it, mate. So, yeah, come in, you know. And, I, yeah, I, I, I pride myself. We've got um, a really diverse, inclusive crowd over on my Twitch. I came to Twitch because uh, COVID destroyed the stand-up industry. Mm. And I'm staying on Twitch because uh, we built a beautiful thing. Um, and, yeah, my crew the uh, on, the, on twitch.tv slash Robotron, the, the fuckloaves, um, the Darrens, the Yeasty Beasties, they are diverse, perverse, wholesome, yet awful. They are um, wonderful <laughs> folks. And um, I wrote the um, I wrote the children's novel, uh, The Little Town of Maraville, uh, for Puffin. And yeah. that's uh, these are my these are my credentials. And as for <laughs> who I am, I'm a um, half bright hick who came in from the Australian suburbs, and uh, you know one of those middle class hicks. Uh, there we go, and um, <laughs> moved over here. Move over to here to the UK, where my accent seems to make people think I spent my life sucking the urine out of lizards. Uh, so, mm. you know, oh, how are you? You know, like it's interesting that over here this is perceived as, oh, that man knows his way around a flick knife. He can probably <laughs> suck a bullet out of an emu or something, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, at least they're intimidated. That, that's something. Oh, well, you've, yeah, excellent. It took six sessions with my therapist for him to hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, that's all I want. That's all I want in life. Yeah. So I've invited you today, John, um, mainly just because we like to get involved with chatting to the community. And it's, it's more about getting the opinions of kind of queer people and LGBT plus people. Because frankly, the cishets have far too many platforms. And I think it's about time we redress the balance. <laughs> Yeah, well, they do, and yes. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, it's going to sound a bit heavy-hitting, but I also want to try and keep this a little bit short today because for those that don't know, John is currently suffering with COVID, unbelievably. Good work. Thanks, COVID. Um, so I'm going to go... Two gigs s- I did. Two gigs. Two gigs. Two live gigs. Oh, mate, I'm oh, so well. sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's all right. Um, I'll, look, I'll, I'll, if, I'll let you know yeah. when, I'm, when I'm dead. You know, okay. And I'll, yeah, it's it's all good. Thank you very much. I know, I know, but we want we want to take care of you because you know you're one of us. So, 
You also take care of people who aren't one of you, but yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, but, you, let, you lest, know. Yeah, let, lest we fall into it. Well, that didn't happen with it. I don't know you personally. I don't care. You're on fire. Let's we, not be like that. We said one week that in, in, in an effort to vaccinate the population, we thought we should do all the queer people first, and then all the homophobes, we would, like, just leave them to the end. We would still vaccinate them, but we would maybe, like, stab them with a dart gun or something just to make it extra painful. And, and, and this is going to help with their homophobia. <laughs> I mean, I, I wasn't I, no, claiming I, to cure homophobia, John. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, it's it's that thing of going. Well, I I used to hate them, but then they stabbed <laughs> and then us. They stabbed you know, me. like the thing is, yeah, that that I I I understand what you're saying because of course that is fun. <laughs> That's such a nice idea, and and so much of so much of how I code myself is kind of like, and I, it took me ages to figure this out. Like, oh yeah, I just sort of want to um, you know, like when, whenever I go back to Perth, I'm always sitting on the train, and I'm always sort of like, yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. You know, um, which of course obviously doesn't happen. And now no. that I'm older, no. uh, now that I'm older and times have changed, mostly the, the last time somebody wanted to have a problem with me on a train in Australia, they went, Oh, look at that guy's boots. And I was wearing Cherry Doc Martens. And the guy went, Well, that guy knows how to fight. And that was it. And I was like, No, that guy knows how to shop, is, is what that guy knows. That's incredible. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, it was amazing. I was like, what? <laughs> Magical shoes. I'm wearing ruby slippers, you dumb fuck. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, I, I certainly, I know what I, I know what I would have wanted to do, uh, with, uh, with COVID is I would have mm. wanted to go and, um, have the anti-vaxxers stabbed first. Yes. You know, because you let them, let them feel as though something happened, you know, oh no. And then sort of go, oh, we didn't get it. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, hang on, the magnets aren't actually sticking to me. Wait a minute. Oh, God, the magnets. Yeah, mate, yeah, you know what I mean? Wait a second, I walked past the 5G tower and I didn't hear yeah. a ping like a microwave going off. Maybe, maybe having been exposed to science, I'll believe it. Chances, well, I mean, no, because they're involved in a, um, a spec. <laughs> what, what, to be fair, in nerd circles, may as well just be, for, may as well just be called LARPing. <laughs> just a, a LARP that's gotten out of hand. <laughs> And they're all playing sorcerers, and yeah. they all think they absolutely know how magic works. <laughs> I love that. Hey, it's the Tash. Uh, also, Hi, Tash. Yes. Also, my uh, my chat has just figured out that I hadn't turned off um, <laughs> hadn't turned off trigger fire. Hey, hey, you delights. You wanna, I love it. You want to stop that? You want to stop that? This is gonna get. She used the word that. Yeah. Well, I mean, she used the word introspective, folks. Yeah. You stop it with your nonsense. It's alright. We you. haven't hit the serious stuff yet, so then. Oh, I noticed that. Thank God. I mean, we only threatened violence twice. Yeah, but it was against homophobes, so it was justified. It's oh right. no, that is. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! Absolutely. Yeah. God. Yes. All right, then. Yeah, I mean, what, what, but I mean, sorry, just just to speak to that, because I, I didn't realise, yeah, like, I mean, how much of my character is made up of um, the town that I was in, always feeling like I was going to have the shit kicked out of me. Wow. And they would always threaten it, never, never happened, but it'd be for virtually any reason. And the part where I was perceived to be gay or moving outside of gender norms this was a real thing and that went all through my all through my teenage years yeah. and then yeah and then when i reached my 20s and it started um lifting weights then it was just presumed that, it, it, that i was gay and people didn't really want to fight uh which was nice mm. and then then when i hit my 30s um the closest thing i've had is a guy in birmingham who just went i really like your hair and i turned around and went <laughs> I like you. 
And he was doing, oh. <laughs> that was the end of that. And his girlfriend, I looked at his girlfriend in a manner that I say, you with this dickhead? In fact, I might have actually said, are you with this dickhead? <laughs> you with this dickhead? I, I can't remember. Oh, no, I went, oh, no, I went, I, lo- I, I like you. And then I went, I like you as well. You're very pretty. All right. Right. And that was the end of it. That was fun. <laughs> it's, it's nice to turn what, what is quite clearly somebody having a diss into, I'm going to fuck your woman. Oh, I love you that. You like that? Yeah, yeah. It's a nice thing to do. It's I've seen, actually, wait, I was about to make a reference to Torchwood and then I realised I've never actually seen an episode, <laughs> don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Nevertheless. Say it anyway, who knows? Maybe it'll be no! accurate. It'll be fine. No! No! <laughs> abs- absolutely not. Because I, I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Captain Jack Harkness. And then I remembered the news for the last few weeks. Oh, I went, I don't yeah. Talk about that guy. Yeah. Not, not at the moment. Another one that's cancelled. I, th- yeah, I thought it was well, nice yesterday in your chat that I, that's where I learned that it turns out Barry Humphreys is also a complete transphobic asshole. Yeah, Barry Humphreys has his own, um, Barry Humphreys has his own journey, uh, which he hasn't quite finished yet, which is the <sighs> fact that Dame Edna is not only transparently his mother mm. and is based on his mother, but he will go on and on and on about how Edna is not a drag act, despite the fact that when he goes and plays on Broadway, mm. very muscular backing dancers, very muscular, mostly naked backing dancers doing Beyonce. Yeah. So doing the content of most drag shows. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's a nonsense, a nonsense statement, but he's just an old contrarian and always mm. has been. His, his opinion is not to be listened to. <laughs> it, it is to, well, it, it never was. It was to go, you go, oh, those are certainly are some words in an artful arrangement. And then you go, you seem miserable. Yeah. Miserable. Very few 80-year-olds still dyeing their hair. I see a lot of that in the older lot, though. Do you find the same? Like, when, when they, it's completely, like, transphobic and horrible like that, it's like, I see a lot of unhappiness in it. Of course. You know, there was this incredible Twitter thread, I don't know if you ever saw it, where someone was like, you never see a happy gay person. And what was beautiful about it is it got absolutely bombarded with gay couples who were just like, here's my wife, here's my husband, we're all thrilled. I don't know about you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because that's such a non-fucking statement. It's a, you know, of course you see happy gay people mm-hmm. all of the time, you know. <laughs> they're, they're people. What what you don't see happy versions of is hateful people. Mm. You know, people, people whose lives are defined by, well, I mean, part of their lives anyway is defined by who they're attracted to and then their participation in a community. This is a joyous thing. Mm-hmm. Of course you're going to see those people being happy. You know, you can't pick and choose who you're attracted to. You can't pick and choose who you love. Mm. All of that's going to happen beautifully. Anyone who defines their entire life by, no, I don't like that. No, I don't. No, no. Yeah, they're the ones who are going to be unhappy because, of course, they are. It's something Mm. um, Ben Elton said about Nazis, which was that Nazis can never be happy because if they could be happy, they wouldn't be Nazis. (laughs) And it's true. It's, fair. it's totally true. They they go. They might go on. Oh, we've won. Oh, some triumph. But it's always fleeting. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, anyway. I go. also find, in terms of queer people being happy, like I don't know about you, but I came out quite late in life, and mm-hmm. I found that when I finally accepted that I was into women, it was like it's like a huge weight was just lifted. I felt like I'd, my whole life I'd been like blocking that up, and it was like trying to pretend to be someone you weren't, and you were just like. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. That's why we're fucking happy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, it, my, yeah, the war of self-acceptance mm-hmm. and being able to do that, that's, that's really important for people. That's, that's fucking great. You know, like, well, like when we get, we get um, quite young people um, coming into my chat and they'll, you know, gladly go, oh, hey, 
here are my pronouns. And of course, mm. this is a recent discovery for them. Yeah. And they're actually saying it quite happily. And it's it's a new thing. And it, and it's great. And it's not this antagonistic crap voice that, you know, has been given to that idea on Twitter, that old fucking joke, right? Mm. It's somebody going, oh, actually, I know something about myself now, right? <laughs> This is good. And that's great because it takes people like my my brain is a series of half considered ideas about what I'm like, mm. you know, and, and, and that's it. I'm just I'm just a mass of ideas that I halfway did, you know, sort of went, oh, got halfway with and then decided, you know, without unconsciously. Oh, absolutely. You know, 100 percent belief in that. And then you turn around and go, why did I do any of that? Why was that a problem? <laughs> you know, what, do you ever go what back was- and think about it then in that? In that way, do you sort of like self-reflect on it and try and understand why? Uh, constantly. It's a complete pain in the ass. Um, <laughs> I, I went through. I went through a long period where I didn't do that at all. Because hmm. uh, I, I, I can. It's. It's. You get very productive when you do that. If you just go, no, this is who I am. This is how. This is what I want. Yeah. I'm just going to go and do both of those things. You do it. But you lose the full spectrum of um, of human experience. Um, it's that quote from at the start of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas: "He who makes a beast of himself gets rid of the pain of being a man." Mm. And um, you know, you you just become so embroiled in yourself and the things that are exciting for you. You know, like your like work and family and things like that. And then all all it takes is just whatever the straw is that breaks the camel's back one day and you just have a complete breakdown yeah and then you realize i actually have no idea why i'm like this i have no idea why because i when i was mental i just kept saying to people shark gotta swim shark gotta swim right over and over and over again no just gotta keep keep going keep going keep going keep going keep going and that was my way of surviving a um well i, I tried to kill myself and but then it was only later in a period of self-reflection i was like oh actually i've i've had suicidal ideation several times and what do you know i i wasn't always like this and hey these attitudes weren't always there and mm. also what's what's this now you know and maybe i should give a name to that stuff like that and of course not all of it accurate like mm. the um the therapist i had who um leant back on his chair and snapped his fingers and pointed at me and went oh, i could tell you what's wrong with you oh, that God. bloke probably deserved to be ignored but you know and struck for- off <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't. I don't even think he was officially. <laughs> come to, come to think, was his certificate just like printed off on like an A4? Page? I didn't see a certificate. I'd just never been mugged by a bloke on a couch before. <laughs> Nevertheless, ah. So tell me a little bit then about like how did you first find out that you weren't straight? Well, look, this is an interesting question for me because I always thought of myself as, and not always. Always is such a stupid term, mm-hmm. right? I when I when I was younger, I uh, I I can't I can't put a name on exactly when it was that I started moving outside of oh just boy stuff mm. right. But all of my friends were girls mm. growing up, and my, most of my friends are women, right? And I was a my I'm, I'm actually looking at a My Little Pony now, you know. Um, <laughs> right, yeah, that that helps. Uh, and I just, you know, I played with everything. I played with the G.I. Joes. I played with the Barbie dolls. All, all that. And these were just little things. My Barbie doll went missing in one of my parents' um, very, actually very, very rare moments of going, okay, right. I, wow. Let's put it. No, 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 no. Let, let's just put it this way. <laughs> I, I understand their choice. And it could be coded as this. He's got enough problems. Let's not give him one more. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, 
yeah, I was a, you know, I was a well-spoken, um, emotional boy. I didn't know how to conduct myself with other boys in mm. a sort of gruff way. I gradually learned to socialize myself that way, but it becomes one of the various things that I do. Then somewhere around the start of puberty, I was like, no, I'd like to be a girl. That's what I'd like to be. Okay. And that was a pretty heavily thought out and researched um, quietly. And I mean, the only words we had for that at the time were transvestite and transsexual. Mm -hmm. Like, and you know, and yeah, an, unnecess an unnecessary binary in a form that doesn't encourage binaries. Mm -hmm. And so that that then became, well, you know, what, what will I do about that? And that became something that I did privately and shared with people. And then um, when I was kind of researching it a bit, um, at, at one point I was talking, I'd reached uni by this, but I was talking to my then girlfriend and um, she looked down as I was talking and noticed that I had a large erection as I was doing it. And she just went, John, is this just a sex thing? And I, I was like, <laughs> and it was the most eye open. I was like, oh my, oh fuck, maybe it is. Oh, so wow. for a while, for a while, I used to think I was an ex-transvestite. Mm. Uh, you know, that's, that's what I, that's what I told people. Um, no, I, I perform gender i perform different bits of gender i do it all the time i'm a different sort of man with different kinds of people who require a man i perform variations on femininity you know mm -hmm. these things this, this is what i do i perform gender and i move through it and i move through it at my own pace and i present <laughs> the way that i fucking want to you know it's like when people say to me like what are your pronouns and i go mm. he him right mm. i do that because well Everything I associate with, like, being aggressive and with being rough and with being powerful. Now, you can be all of those things and a woman, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely, you can. All of my friends are. My <laughs> wife is. My mother is. I am surrounded by, my, I'm surrounded by fucking mighty warrior women, mm. which is wonderful. Right? I know a few of the ones that you know as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just Badass. saying. I don't, well, this is the thing. I don't want, you know... I don't want some sort of sad sack dickhead who's watched a bit of UFC and thinks he can fight. I want some women mm. who know they can fight, right? Who'll take out your eye. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, these people, people, people like my grandmother, whose, you know, husband was abusive. So she just read a bit about judo. And one day when he came through the door, she held her arms out for a hug. He leant forward and she threw him across the fucking room. Wow. <laughs> you know, think things like that. Um, Christ, but where, where I, were they when I was getting divorced? I could have done with a bit of that. <laughs> well, she, well, it depends when you were getting divorced. She was probably dead, to be honest. Uh, and he was probably still still somewhere in fucking orbit. Um, but, you know, but yeah, I, I code myself for, um, like, performance and the way that I, the way that I like to be, mm -hmm. right? With, um, just with, like, uh, it's not necessarily macho, but it's just, like, with titles and violence and fun. It's a kind of... Um, <laughs> You know what I mean? It's it's not necessarily dick swinging, mm. but it's a kind of um, swaggering, welcoming, how are you? I'm going to drink more than anybody else. Incidentally, I've read these books of poetry and you're going to sit down and fucking listen while I <laughs> recite them, right? Uh, uh, yeah, so I've, I've referred to myself in the past as a street fighting queer. Nice. And that's kind of, yeah, it's kind of what I am, except, except I, I code myself so that I'm sort of like a, a fancy boy who also can just present himself like a dumb fucking yob, you know. And <laughs> and as a result, I, I get to not have as much of the problems as people who 
mm. you know, don't or can't or choose not to present themselves in that way. This is this is my way of getting through life when I know what it is to be from a country town mm. where the second you look different, everyone was fucking on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. On you. And, you know, and then, yeah, I, I very swiftly learned to turn that to fear for them. And that was that was a lot of fun. Like the um, boy who just kept going on at me because he perceived that I was gay. And I am. I, it took me a while to realize that I was bisexual. Mm. I like I like men um, in a in a very, very specific set of circumstances. Hey, mm. <laughs> oi, oi, let's not. <laughs> We're not, we don't have to go into it, but Jesus, <laughs> it, you know, it takes me a bit of a run up, but I'm there, <laughs> run you know. Up. Well, it does. It is take, that it part takes of it? Bit. Is that the foreplay running up? Uh, it may as well be, okay. to be honest. Uh, well, look, I, <laughs> look, it, it, it'd be faster to say this. I don't like men, right? Okay. I'll fuck, I'll fuck men. I don't like men, <laughs> you know. I don't, you know, like I, I enjoy being in the bar. With other men, but if, if we're going to do, I don't. If we're going to do something, I don't like. See, I've got the opposite problem. I think, like, I really like yeah. men and I like being around men, but I find fucking them being a little bit boring. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> we're we're not built for uh, charm. <laughs> like, I had, I had a great chat once. I had a, I had a great chat one time with um with a guy who. Bless his heart. I mean, looking back on it, it was just two bisexuals pretending they weren't. And we wanted no bar of each other. Yeah. Um, but I was just sort of going, yeah, I just, uh, I just think uh, women are just uh, sort of uh, better than men, mate. And, and he's like, yeah, 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 I agree. Like, I just well, like, wouldn't know what to do with the guy. Yeah, it's like, there, it's like nothing there. It's nothing oh, God. there. And, and all it was really was because he ended up, you know, in, I know that he's a bloody submissive bisexual, mm. right? And I'm a bloody switch. And that's all it was. It was just two guys trying to get around this, oh, well, these thoughts, are, we've been told since we were kids oh, that these gosh. were unacceptable, so we're just going to be like this. And now we're both going to meet up with that one girl we like who it turned out was a lesbian. So, such the, a common queer Dated me first, though. though. Dated me first. I was the only <laughs> long-haired boy any of them knew. <laughs> and that means yes. you win. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's a little heartbreaking at the time, but one of them said it to me later, <laughs> which was really nice. No, it was really good. She went, oh, John, if it was ever going to be any boy, it would have been you. And I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> I am the prettiest boy. I am the, yes, that's right. <laughs> yes. Well, that's, that's the thing. You know, I always think of that in terms of, um, you know, in, in, in terms of like going off to war or like, uh, you know, it's just like, oh, no, leave me with the women. Mm. Yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Go enjoy yourself. Conscientious no, no, objector. Leave- yeah, I'll be I'll be with the home guard. Leave me with the leave me with the women. I'll look after them for you. Leave me with the women. I'll look after them. They yes. won't be in the same same uh, position when you get back, but I'll look after them. Well, look, look. I'm I'm sure they'll be happy. We're going to have a wonderful time. Sometimes we might talk about you. If they don't mention you, it's over. <laughs> That's such a common queer experience, though. This whole thing about oh, I really like same sex but I, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know what to do with them i think oh, i think they're really pretty i think they're really handsome i could never sleep with one it's yeah. bullshit yes you could straight people don't talk like that well look the the ongoing experience okay i remember i because there were a number of them just the the young homophobes at the all boys mm. school i went to which was a breeding ground uh, for this shit mm. um what, what i remember is i was in the showers I'd come out of the showers. Whether we were both nude, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember. But I got pushed face first into a wall, like, but like, 
cheek first into it, right? Okay. And this this other young man, you know, both of us having just been on the rugby field, just sort of pressed himself into me and just kind of whispered a homophobic slur and then let me go. And the, my ongoing thought about that is <laughs> we both made a discovery that day. <laughs> you know, because, like, in, in no world, in no world whatsoever, was that, you know, a young man not conflicted about his sexuality. Mm. Mm. That, that was somebody doing the, uh, no, no, you're the only example of this, but also kind of, I like you, I don't know what to do, I'm going to abuse you. Wow. You know, I have no idea what happened to him, I don't care, mm. you know. But, um, yeah, but that's that's sort of, like, that's where I'm from. And mm. I, it, I'm from a community that is now increasingly tolerant okay. and increasingly knowing. And the last time, I, for instance, I was called a, um, a homophobic slur in, um, in Perth, Western Australia, um, it was by a guy who just looked deranged. Mm. And one, that's actually one of the nice things is when you grow up, you realise that the people with the problems there, they're, they're real freaks, those people. <laughs> like like the, the person who, um, when I stepped out of a sex shop, went, how oh, could you go in there? What would Jesus think? I was like, my dad was a priest. I could, I'll ask him. We'll find out. We'll talk to him. Ring your boss, Dad. You know? Like it again. It's it's the people who are like, no, I've got it. I've got a problem with what you're doing. It's like, why? Yeah, why? Because you've got nothing in your life. Mm. That's why, you know. Or you've gone. Oh, this is this is no. This says this. It's like probably doesn't. Probably doesn't though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. You know. Probably actually doesn't mean that the Bible's that. No, you haven't read it. Shut up. They definitely yeah. haven't read it. No, you haven't read it. Because when I started like... reading it, I immediately went, "This yeah. is utterly awful." I think none of us should read it. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's it's just it's just things like oh, okay, oh, but but Leviticus, like, yeah, cool, mm. cool, cool. Are you are you an old Israelite? Are you <laughs> like are you? Yeah. yeah. Hey, how how and, and are you still observing the high holidays? You know what I mean? Mm. It's like you see, when you see like Christian evangelicals pull that shit out. It's like oh yeah, and how much of the old? How how relevant is the Old Testament to you, pal? <laughs> you know. So I was gonna say, do you know a lot more about those kind of stories and stuff than due to your dad? Not really. No. no, we were. My dad was an Anglican priest. It didn't give a fuck. You know, he. <laughs> no, the thing is, my dad was a welcoming, right? A welcoming, inclusive, diverse, interesting man. Oh, right. Okay. Who, in the, um, you know, in the spirit of how I, I think Anglicanism should work, mm. right? It's not that he was embarrassed by his work because he was bloody devoted to it, but he was also a journalist. He worked five days a week as a journalist. On Sundays, he was a priest. He, you know, went round, looked after all of the pensioners, did all of that, raised money for homeless people, did all of that, did the youth outreach ministry, held rock, you know, rock concerts where he'd changed the lyrics to songs about God, which was, <laughs> I'm glad. I, I, he didn't live till I was a teenager, which is kind of good mm. because I wouldn't, I wouldn't have wanted to ever cringe at what he was doing because mm. I thought it was the best thing in the world when I was a kid, and I'm glad I didn't take that away from him. Yeah. But then, right, when he wasn't on the clock, Right, even though he's a very learned man, had a lot of opinions about God, he wasn't shoving it down your throat. Yeah, he was going to the local. He was going to the local betting shop and betting on the horses. <laughs> we had a top time. He used to go to the Greyhounds together. We used to watch Monty Python. Aww. He loved Brian. He loved Rowan Atkinson being the devil. You know, <laughs> it's a very odd um, thing that James Acaster did in his set about. Was he? Yeah, it was Acaster. Whereas his girlfriend left him for Mr. Bean. And there's this yeah, whole yeah. joke about how you can never not 
hear Rowan Atkinson brought up in everyday life. And since I've seen that DVD, it's literally every day I hear a reference to Rowan Atkinson. So yeah, well, here he... is today's. You're welcome. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. And, and that, that was just me pulling out an incredibly old memory. And we didn't even watch him. That was an audio recording of the VHS we later owned. Oh, we had him on like cassette tapes and stuff. Like yeah, oh. in the, in the, when I was a kid, where they used to give like Tetley tea bags used to give away comedy sketches on cassette tape as part of the tea, and they had yeah. bits from Blackadder where he like he goes to see that witch and he goes, he goes oh, yeah. hello old crone is this Putney and all that kind yeah. of stuff and it's just it's, I just remember watching like watching listening to them again and again and again and they've just really really stuck with me for some reason. <laughs> Oh yeah, that that'll happen. Uh, any any media that you imbibed when mm. you were a child is just just there, just firmly rammed in. I used to think I had I had a terrific memory, and then I realised yeah. no, I just watched every single VHS tape sixteen <laughs> times. That's that you know, like why do you know all of those? Only those three episodes of Red Dwarf. Those were the only three you had. Are they still with you now? Do you still no, quote them? No. No, oh no, no, no! Red Dwarf, I quoted when I um, when I changed schools to one that noticeably had girls in it, which mm. was a lot better. Um, and I, the first day I was there, uh, the librarian, who was a wonderful woman, took me over to the Outcast gang, uh, who were just lovely girls. That, okay. That's it. They were just lovely girls. There was the girl who liked anime. Um, there was yeah, just just a bunch of really interesting people, and. The tallest one, who is very nice, and we became great friends. I, I became friends with all of them. They were all wonderful people. Um, said, "What's your name?" And I, because I got the vibe that this was these were the kids who were going to show off in a weird way. I went, mm. "My name is Ramses Niblick the Third. Fatung, Fatung. Where is my thribble? <laughs> or whatever. thribble? That's the line. Thribble. And uh, they loved that. They." Fucking loved that. That Aww. that killed. They didn't know what it was. Yeah. They just enjoyed it. They went, "Hey, another one!" And I got to go be. Just another, another one of the nerd. weird kids. Another nerd. It was great. They sound awesome. <laughs> I feel like I don't want to be friends with them. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, no, they were they were great, and yeah, we all we all ended up me me and all of the friends that I made um, around that time. Obviously, we've all gone on our yeah. journeys. You know, yeah. we had. You know, we've got we've got people who. You know, there's there's been a lot of. Um, a lot of change of gender identity over mm. the years. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot of um, a lot of pronoun use, which is which is bloody marvelous. And also for anyone you know who has a wah-wah about that, thank God that at very least you've actually learnt what the word pronoun means. <laughs> I know, don't know I'm... that they have. I honestly no, don't. Well, of course, of course they fucking haven't. But up and up until now, the only <laughs> reference I ever had for that word was um Calvin and Hobbes. Mm. Because it's yeah, it's uh, Hobbes. What's a pronoun? A noun, a, a noun that lost its amateur status, and that's it. And that's all I knew. I can never figure it out. I got the bloody <laughs> award for English at my school. I don't know what a fucking pronoun is. Oh, I've never known any of that shit. That's always been no, too well, difficult. I watched a clip the other day of Stone Cold Steve Austin criticizing another wrestler and saying, "Technically, that's an adverb." And I, it was that moment of going, "What's a you're fucking made adverb? Of con- <laughs> yeah, you're made of concussions. <laughs> I I wrote a book for Penguin." <laughs> What is this? I am a I published author. What is this book? Ah! <laughs> yeah, um, but the, yeah, we've all we've all gone on our journeys, and I used to, I used to characterize myself as I was the token straight boy. That's mm. how I thought of myself. Yeah, you know that that's it, and <laughs> I wasn't. You know, like that's that's it, and and 
and yeah, it, it's not, it's, I'm, I'm comfortable with who I am. I just, I like mm. to determine exactly how I express how I am. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's it. So it's like somebody, I mentioned this on my, um, I stream once and somebody said, oh, are you saying you're trans? I was like, mm. oh no, I'm not saying I'm trans at all. I'm saying that when I feel like it, I can be a bit gender fluid. You know, but I know how I like to present myself and I like to present myself like I might beat the shit out of you. I might fuck you in the ass and I don't care what gender you are. That's that's what I like to do. I identify you know? with that so hard. It's just that because it's the same thing where it's like there's a bit of me that feels really sad that I don't really feel cis anymore because I was always like, well, I'm a cis woman. You keep claiming that you're talking for me and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not and you're not because I think you're a dickhead. But it's like, so there's a bit of me that's sad that I don't really identify as cis as such, because now I've kind of lost that ammunition, I guess it feels like. But then equally, well, much like you, I'm just like, well, sometimes I want to be a bit more mask. Sometimes I want to be a bit more femme. It's really yeah. none of your fucking business. Exactly. And also, look, it, it's, not, it's not your business. It's the person's journey mm. and it's their business and they can share as much of that as they want. And that's yeah. important and good. And it doesn't change anyone else's fucking life. You know, other than to maybe go, oh, cool. I feel a bit like that. I can do that. Mm. You know, it's good to have people be fucking comfortable. Um, also, I mean, look, I, I put something to you mm. because I feel as though because I'm playing it on, on easy mode because yeah. I am, you know, like I noticed uh, it was when we started getting the um, when we started using the LGBTQIA plus um, tag on Twitch. Yeah, that was when it up and up until that point. When we got trolls in, right, mm. it was either for hair, it's just, you know, like, what do you God. look like? You're right. It's either for my hair or what the fuck? Why, why are people watching this? <laughs> fuck you. You're, you're bad. I'm good. No, I'm but Right. Like, uh, I remember, still remember, can't remember the username, which doesn't help him, but like a, a guy, I looked him up because I thought, what the fuck? Who waits around half an hour after, you know, being banned? And then we let him back in and he was like, no, if you were. If you were less of a clown, you wouldn't you, you wouldn't have to jump around to be funny. And I, I looked him up and I was like, it's like a fifty-five-year-old open mic comic from fucking <sighs> Los Angeles. I watched oh half of his God. like watched about 30 seconds of one of his streams and I was like, shit, I hope you're good at stand-up because you are bad <laughs> at this. This is grim. But what's what's interesting to me is up until I put the LGBTQIA plus tag on there, mm. when people came to insult me, they came to insult my lack of talent. That's what they came in for, mm. right? Once we put the um, once we put the LGBTQIA plus tag on, yeah, sexuality. Fucking hell. No, but just just immediately that because all these people are are bullies looking for something. Mm. Mm -hmm. you know, they don't even have a problem with you. They just want a fucking response. Yeah, and I've never seen that be more act like just more clear when you're like, oh my God, these people are copy and pasting insults. Do you spot them because you're like. Use capitals. Oh, no, you don't have time because you're only going to be here a second because that's all you want. Got to get my ears out quick before they bang no, me. No, no, they, no, they, they said it. Yeah, I fucking did it. No, you did nothing. You did nothing at all. Mm. I, tell you, I tell you hecklers apart for fun. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, you know, that's just, just the wild bit. It's like literally part of your job description is yeah, taking down fucking trolls. Yeah, but they don't know that. Mm. They don't know that because they – This is and this is what it took me a while to figure out. It's like, no, they – they either think they can say this thing and you're going to become upset and that's somehow a sign of weakness, mm. right? 
which is which is nothing, you know, especially since, I mean, if you've walked through it a whole bunch of times and it doesn't hit you, yeah, doesn't hit you, right? When it when it does, and you know, and this is what I mean when I say easy mode, right? Because I'm not being constantly deluge, right? I can mm. present myself the way I want to, right? Yeah. And I, as in, as in, uh, right? Uh, G'day, boys. We're all just going to have ourselves a big time. <laughs> and, and then, you know, I can, you know, I can sit around and I can, I can play with camp men and we can have a lovely time and all of this, right? But when I see people who it's like, oh, no, this, this is just who they are and they're being destroyed for who they are, that's terrible. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And I can see exactly how that hurts. I move myself around because... I want to feel not just comfortable, but in any in any situation. I want to feel like I'm part of that situation. So, for instance, like unless if okay, th this would be an example. If I was talking to an aggressive young Australian bloke, right? I would be either older than him, mm. so I'd present now, now, mate. What is it? What's <laughs> what's going on? What's happening, mate? Right? <laughs> Which might might do whatever. Or I might be like him, you fucking, I'll tell you something, you know, like, right? Mm. Or, but if I really wanted to upset them, I'd sort of go, oh, sweetheart. Oh, And just God. sort of rub their face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, and it, well, it's, just, it's just one of those things, like, mostly what I do is I like to feel more than anything else. I like to feel comfortable in a place. Mm -hmm. And... So it, it's why, like, I mean, when, when, I'm out, when I'm out in queer spaces, um, all sorts of lovely things can happen because, mm. I mean, I, one, of my, one of the nicest things in the world is when you, and this, this is what I mean, again with, again, with easy mode, right? Like, and this isn't me necessarily saying I'm great in every social situation. If it sounds like, invite me to your party, I'll fit right in, because that's not true. I drink too much. I'm incredibly rude to people. I'm always loud. And if and if I've been obnoxious to someone, I just follow them around going, oh, I'm really sorry. Oh, my God. And it's worse. It's even worse. Um, Are we the same person? Oh, fuck, it's working. Okay. Right. Ah, excellent. I also um, do that. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah you, it, it's interesting. You don't need to do that. No. You just apologise once and let people and forget and it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, oh, you don't even have to leave. You just sort of go, oh, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean that. Okay, great. You know. Um, <laughs> Is that an option for us? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. But, um, sorry, we are talking about the, um, oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, oh, that, that's it. It's like it, when I'm hanging out in queer spaces, one thing that I've found, um, which is lovely, because I can, I can go and be an old duck. I am an old duck. I work in the theatre. I have so many old gay male friends. Mm -hmm. I can go and I can be with them and be comfortable and have a marvellous time, right? One of the nicest discoveries that I, I've ever made is when you're talking to young trans men, yeah. right? Because some, some young trans men I've met over the years, right, of course, they're men. Mm -hmm. They're men who haven't had the chance to experience being a man in a comfortable way mm. so one of the joys of my life at one point was just kind of giving the the old rough housing that my grandfather used to give me to young trans but it's a it's a lovely thing to do oh good Tim, and you know oh you know we have a great i'll get you a beer mate oh, so, it's a, and then, that's lovely <laughs> But it's, yeah, but this is what I mean. It's it's mm. a lovely, inclusive thing to do. It's like, mm. yeah, this is what you want. I would love to give this to you. And I'll give, you know, because I used to love it. 
I used to love it when I was a boy. You yeah. can have it now. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Wow. And and this is, yeah, I mean, this this is it. I, yeah, and I present myself and I, like, I present my age and I present my gender way that I want to. Mm. Right? And that's that's it. And that, that also speaks to um, my incredibly self-centered you know and like it's well yeah and everyone knows um but yeah i just it's just i like to go and be me and i like to do and be the version of me that i am when i'm with people mm -hmm. you know and that and that's it and you know i don't go oh that doesn't have any labels it's got plenty of fucking labels you know and i'll use them when i feel like it mm. <laughs> you, don't, you don't like it you fuck off oh, you know it's, that's that you're so free john it's lovely yeah, but I'm also I also have the license to be free because I also deliberately present myself as being scary mm. and you know and I you know and also I look like a white dude yeah you know, for the most part like when I when I was younger and I had the long hair and I'd be holding hands with a short-haired girl and then we'd get all sorts of homophobic abuse because they'd either think we were two boys or two girls or whatever mm. I couldn't do anything about it I couldn't back myself up in any way mm -hmm. now that I look like I can or you know like it's died off a bit and that's what i mean by i have it a bit easy in that regard yeah you know like yeah i'm i'm one of those people who when i crest into old age right i'm going to have to do just like a lot of stuff like you know you know when old people are frightening because their teeth are too long like horses you know and like when they get angry you're sort of like shit if that guy bites me i'm gonna get diseases you know, like, <laughs> i'm gonna need a rapey right. shot yeah exactly i'm gonna have to be one of those guys you know or on the human growth hormone, which is my plan. Do you think some of it's come with age, though? Is mm. it like big? It's just if you stop giving a shit. Uh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I used to think like when I was when I was at the all boys school, and I had the idea of sucking off the physical education teacher, and that didn't leave my head mm. for um, an afternoon. I was so mortified by that idea. I realise now he was just a very nice man, mm. and I quite liked I liked the colouring of his hair. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I enjoyed, right? And yeah, you just go, oh, okay, cool. You know, like that's that's great. And then you're like, oh, what about all those times you've aggressively kissed boys? Like, oh yeah, uh, and that was it. So <laughs> that that section of the acceptance that was fine. Uh, you know, that that I was very very lucky in mm. that regard. And then. Because that that came to me late, and I was like, okay, yeah, that's that's part of me. Um, other things took other things took longer, mm. you know. Like, um, I mean, and that's that's more about um, sexual bent than anything else. Like, yeah. it took, I used to think that, okay, I knew from a very young age that I was going to be into bondage, mm. right? I, I knew that, and and then. Like, but then I moved past that because that's not what interests me. Dominance and submission and sadomasochism interests me. Power play and all sorts mm. like of that. That's what interests me. Yeah. But the first time I was able to see an actual like non-farcical or non, you know, like not just, oh, the bad guys have tied up Donatello mm. in the Ninja mm. Turtles, right? The first time I saw it, I didn't know what i was looking at and it i didn't know i was there going well this like i was going this is really good yeah but i didn't realize that everyone was into it so i thought i'd just seen the most monstrous thing on the planet wow. you know i was just like oh my god that poor woman jesus you can't do that mm. oh 
you know, and then your your brain's going, no, but that was really good though. You really like that. You're like, but no, Jesus Christ, I thought I was a monster. Until, you know, and then you go, oh, wait a second. It's actually the person being beaten who's having the good time. <laughs> the other one's having fun. She might fun, have literally act- asked for it. Is the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the other one who's actually doing admin. And kind of- admin. Oh, no, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm having a really wonderful time, but I can't do this too hard or else it's going to be a problem. Hey, you okay? Hey, do you need some hydration? You know? Do we need to take I'm a break? Gonna- yeah, I'm going to have I'm going to have an incredibly emotionally and physically exciting time being totally in charge of you and every aspect mm. of you, but also at the same time. <laughs> yes, you, okay. Yeah, cool. Okay, no, no, all right. Yeah, harder. All right. Softer. Okay. Yeah. Too tight. Ah, you know. That's. <laughs> I've that's never what considered I mean. how much admin there was in BDSM. Oh yeah, endless, endless admin. I mean, I've I've told the story before about. I mean, because I get. When I was younger as well, it took me years not to get, like, um, just ruin things by being um, incessantly into um, tiny details. Mm. Like, I like the first ball gag I ever saw had a black ball. Mm. And when I eventually started dating that girl, I was like, no, we, no it has to have a red ball. That's, <laughs> that's what they have. They have red ball. That's it. I was like, a ball gag has a red ball. And I was fixated on this. Okay. And, well, it, the thing is, it's only because the thing that was getting me off mm. was the representation in porn. Yeah, and in porn, yeah, yeah. it's usually a red ball gag. Mm-hmm. So that, that's all it was. So it was sort of like, ding, you filled in this bit of the jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> now it looks like the photo. Ding. You know, and it took me years to get over that. Yeah. And, and year, years to go, oh, actually, it's about whatever you're building with that person there. You know, it's almost like a growth it... thing where it's like you're trying yeah. to train yourself to be open to other things, like even if it is just that it's a black ball gag rather than a red one. Yeah, well, you, you have to. You, you, ha- you have to, um, you know, because, yeah, I, originally, I, like, originally my life was made up of the definitions of what I didn't want or what I thought mm. I didn't want. And because, I, because I speak bombastically and I speak loudly and I've only in the last week heard the phrase speaking from the chest. I've been doing that my whole life, right, about it, about <laughs> anything. Everything seems equally important to me, yeah. right? You know, just a, you know, just a sort of loud, pompous boy. Um, but what happens is people then go, oh, okay, that's exactly what you think about it. Mm. And then you also go, well, this is simple. You know, you you cut the world down to things that are simple. I like that. I don't like that. I've gone to the kebab shop. I liked that. I'll only I'll never get anything else because I don't want to be disappointed. I'll get this right. And then it takes years to move out of that and go. Actually, it's okay. Someone farted in bed. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we, can, we can get through this. We can have a giggle, some jolly time. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, it's it's not a sin that the ropes fell apart. Yeah, you know, human okay. beings are imperfect. It's part of it, isn't it? You know. Yeah, but that I mean that also speaks to again to like when, when people pull out the phrase representation is important. Mm. Not only is that is that completely true, you also have to think about exactly what is represented. Yeah. Because for for instance, right, I've got a friend who, since we were teenagers, I've thought how irrepressibly gorgeous, utterly stunning. Right. And one day I happened upon seeing them at a burlesque show. I didn't know they did burlesque. And I thought, well, finally, you know, what, what a joy. <laughs> right. You know, it was very much like, OK. And then off went the gear. And it was an incredibly funny routine. And 
what and this is the really odd part right at that point i'd had a number of sexual partners i'd you know you know i, I felt as though i was worldly but what happened was i realized i hadn't seen anyone dance naked mm. and and what that what that meant was okay porn for me at that time was mostly just still images mm. and when when i had sex with people i was mostly just trying to avoid really looking at my body because i hated it mm. like you know sort of looking at them and the bits that i could see but i remember this feeling of disappointment because i was sort of like oh no but but parts of their body move <laughs> you know and what an absolute nonsense wow. that was just a gorgeous person yeah. dancing naturally yeah. but i'd never seen a gorgeous real person dance naturally that had never been on screen mm. you know and so as a result you're like oh new information suddenly there are jiggly Terrible. bits who knew there were jiggly yeah. bits yeah i knew the word jiggly bits <laughs> i've seen jiggly bits i had jiggly bits <laughs> this is how this is how i feel whenever I, I look back at myself and i go think of all the times john that you tried to body shame professional wrestlers and it's like mm. oh yeah you mean those professional athletes the ones mostly on steroids <laughs> the ones cut to buggery those guys <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah yeah and and, but I mean, a lot of that just had to do with the fact that I was uncomfortable with my own body. Mm. And I, I started off uncomfortable with, because I, I, I did, I started off uncomfortable with my genitals. Mm. I did, didn't like them. Not not about the look, not about the size, not about any of that. I just hated being a dude. Okay. And I just sort of went, oh, oh you know, like, oh, gross, gross. But mm. then people I found attractive went, no, we like it. We like it. It was like, oh, okay. Mm. And even that took forever to accept, you know. And um, and then you know I liked them. I liked how they looked. Yeah. But we just didn't dance nude. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you missed out. There should have been more new dancing. No, no. Oh, we didn't miss out at all. No, <laughs> no. No, we were fine. We had better things to do. We, we did the dancing before the fun. We did the dancing, but we were yeah. lying down at the time. It was fine. <laughs> well, no, that's a that's an old joke. The um the like. I, I've talked about this with an ex of mine. We both, um, when we started, because we, we actually had quite a short relationship by the mm. span of these things. Um, but when we started, we were, but we both got bloody cut real fast, right? Because we were just two teenagers, just yeah, fucking, yeah, you know, just endlessly. And then her mum had a waterbed and went, "I'm going to give you the waterbed," and we both. <laughs> We both got a bit big really fast because the waterbed used to do the fucking yeah. <laughs> And I just always think about our low co our low cardio goth S and M. It was it was great. Really fun. Yeah. So what you're saying is now we're all in lockdown and we're all unfit. If we get waterbeds we'll be fine. No, no, you'll have you'll have a great time. You'll, you'll have, have a great time. Yeah, look, yeah. I mean also uh, it was just, it was just fun. Although I, because I'd had that privately as a joke, mm. and then when I spoke to this person, because I hadn't actually, well, like we we'd spoken a couple of times over the years, but we finally went and sat down after, you know, what was it, sixteen, seventeen years, mm. and went, all right, yeah, let's let's have a let's have a chat. And I started going, hey, remember when we both got really big? And she went, the waterbed. <laughs> And, and it was it was she'd come to the same conclusion independently yeah. and that just that made me laugh and <laughs> but, but again again that also that also speaks to my own issues again mm -hmm. with my own body because being big's a wonderful thing mm -hmm. it's a great thing you know i was just never comfortable with myself because i had an idea 
about what I thought I was meant to look like. I've never looked like I thought mm. I was meant to look like. It's I ne- really it hasn't struggle happened with once. it for the same reason. Yeah. Like if I looked at somebody who was the same size as me, if I met a stranger, it would be the last thing on my mind to go, oh, actually, you're a little bit overweight. Whereas I look at me and go, oh, this is a bit jiggly. It's like your jiggly bits. It's too many jiggly yeah, well, bits. Well, it's, it's, it's ridiculous how these things go. Because like I put on a shirt the other day that I bought and I realised that I'd been working out my chest and my arms because mm. it fit around the stomach, mm. right? But then it was it was open like that. Like, I may as well have the been saying, <laughs> yeah, I may as well have been saying, I'm Superman, look at the logo, <laughs> keep it there permanently, right? And to be honest, that was probably the most awareness of mm. separate parts of my body I've ever had, ever. In a good way or a bad way? Uh, no, in, in a good way. Because other, other than that, I, I, I almost don't know. Mm. I, you know, I have no idea. I mean, <laughs> my wife was the one who eventually just went, John, when you go out, just just wear black. You wear black on stage. You'll look like yourself. It's good. And and what she was just you know saying on the download as well was, you just he just puts on whatever. He has no idea. That's you know? so true though. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, straight up, straight up. You know, I I had a I've got a friend that I was talking to the other day, and I just went, I forget how I appear to other mm. people sometimes. Right. I mean. I can, you know, I can be savvy and as as we talked about, behave in different ways. Mm. But like it was only when a friend of mine was like, oh, I get a load of lost boys over here, right? <laughs> when I showed up, even though I get that all the time in my chat, I was like, Oh yeah, every time I see these people, I'm wearing a leather jacket. I might want to move it around a bit. <laughs> I literally you know, did it the other day where I was installing yeah. a fucking dash cam of all things. And I put the rear one in, but as I was fitting it, obviously it was continually recording. So I, I looked at the fucking footage afterwards and I walked past, we were walking past this camera and I was thinking, who is that massive person? And it was like, I, it was like a blow to my head because I thought that looks like nothing like I think I look. But objectively, it must be because the camera doesn't fucking lie. But but at the same time, it does. Mm. Cam- cameras always lie. Camera, the camera, the camera is not real. Mm. You know, like, like the Americans tell you the camera adds 15 pounds. Mm. that's true the camera can only see what the camera sees i've got a million mirrors in this house yeah i can look different from each mirror yeah i can look yeah, different yeah. depending on what camera i can look different on what you know whatever lighting condition right you look the way you think you look right you know like you do and then mm. then there's just how other people look at you and their perspective matters or not yeah you know or what the point doesn't matter mm. you know that's true. it yeah yeah, I mean, you just, yeah, we're, we're not all of us, but some of us are struggling with the, I want to look like this perception of myself. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, at, at, I, at no point, right, have I ever thought, okay, me wonky teeth are an issue, right? Well, the fact I'm five foot eight is a problem, right? No one's ever told me in a way that's mattered to me that I'm ugly, right? Mm. All I've ever thought is, well, you're wrong. Yeah, stuff yourself in a fucking furnace. I'll do it for you. You know, let me help you along. I'll show you what ugly is. We you know you're not you. ugly because you won over that woman. You were the pretty boy that. <laughs> yeah, but but you know what I'm saying, so you. right? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, which which is a lovely thing for the self-esteem, but it is well, it's nice. But you that's know, true. Like, I'm putting too much stake in external validation again. Well, yeah, well, I do. I do that all the time. Mm. I had a, I had a psych at one point who went, "We think you put an excessive amount of um, pressure on the idea of what people think of you, and it's exacerbated by your job." Mm. Yeah, and I went, "Comedian, what are you fucking? Yeah, of course, 
Of course. Yeah, that, of course I want validation. Well, no, I mean, it's, like, you've literally just described what I do at work. I didn't yeah. come here to talk about that. I know what I'm like at work. Tell me who I am now. <laughs> you know, do your job, mm. right? Which, of course, he was doing. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and Well, look, I mean, in terms of, in terms of self-esteem, one – I've I've learned, you know, over the years, right? Because if you if you'd caught me in another part of life, right? Yeah. Rather than me going, yeah, yeah, that that girls who liked girls liked me, yeah, mm-hmm. right? You would have caught me going, well, she didn't like me enough, did she? Yeah, God, yeah, hundred percent. Know, it would have been would have been straight to that, even though, right? Even though it was, um, you know. Even though it was somebody who actually, you know, wasn't attracted to male bodies, mm. going, no, I really like you and I like them, right? Yeah. When younger, it would have absolutely, you would have absolutely caught me just being like, no, no, if I'm not magnificent enough that yeah. someone who's not even remotely wired to like me, ah, ah, doesn't like me. Doesn't like me enough. From, yeah, exactly. As distinct from what a massive compliment. Yeah. Uh, you know, like this is great. Yeah, I need. Yeah, it was like no, they didn't totally subsume themselves to be with me. Therefore, yeah. I failed. You know what a waste of everyone's time. It weird is, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I, I did. I, I'm so much better at that now. I was absolutely guilty of the same thing, but I did find myself doing it last week because I had my first live gig back, and I listened oh, yeah. back to the recording, and there's so much laughter, and it's like there's new shit in there, and it went down well, and everyone had a good time. And like people came up to me afterwards to say that they liked it, and yet I listened back to that recording and went, "Oh well, I took a bit too long to get there for that bit." It's like oh, it's God. fucking nonsense. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. No one don't else gave that. a shit, but I did. No, no. Also, take the compliments when they're fucking coming <laughs> because they will not come forever. <laughs> oh, there's there's no point, no point criticizing mm. yourself because other people will do it. Don't, don't worry about that. My parents, usually. <laughs> oh, really? That's a whole other issue. Okay. <laughs> They're better well, now, I swear. Oh, good. I'm glad. Mm. I'm glad. They've, excellent. They've, they've had the toxic parts of them removed. Mm. Not removed, just slipping Damn. a bit. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, I'm going to move on to the last bit because I'm, I'm very aware that you are an ill man, so we're going to yeah, try no, and be no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm holding. I, I had my... I had my little uh, I had my little brain interlude during um, the middle of what we were just talking about, but I'm all right. Watching out for you, that's all, because I care. No, about that's okay. But I understand, but, but I'll I'll let you know. It's before we do, I just want to remind chat at this point that if they've got any questions for John, feel free to drop them in, and because I'm I'm keeping an eye on chat as we go. Obviously, not talking to you for obvious reasons, but you know, if there's anything you do want to ask him, feel free to pop them in. Um, so I want to basically tackle. Um, so obviously, lockdowns happened. So presumably, you lost. Um, <laughs> uh, presumably you lost like these, your sort of comedy community to a degree because I know for me it was like overnight it was just fucking dead so in terms of like queer community have you been able to find like a new one or entertain one during like say switch on twitch or online or anything like that oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah absolutely my um well i i never lost my comedy community they they came with me oh. they came with me to twitch like not you know like not everyone i don't you know i, I it hasn't been an, an orgy of people going i saw you in singapore i remember mm. you in bahrain um but no i've got an incredibly supportive very wide network 
and and that's that's my queer space mm-hmm. is those people and then also the people that um you know have been with me forever and i've made some made some new pals as well and you know they're all you know all of that and there's a great deal of great deal of comfort with all of them mm-hmm. that's all that's all fine and and beautiful and the most like the the, the best queer space i have is my is my twitch community mm-hmm. and and it really is and it's a place for them to feel free which is good and to yeah. feel comfortable and that's and that's what we do and so like the last 18 months has been a really lovely experience of seeing just you know just different types of people and and what they're discussing and what's what's important to them mm-hmm. and and it's great you know like the um I mean, and and just just all stripes of people like mm-hmm. we've got um let's see there's a member of our community who only only the other day was i reminded uh is is muslim mm-hmm. right but he's also non-binary, so we've got like you know, so there's a a lot, you know, there's a slew of things there. They've got a lot of you know interesting opinions on gender politics and interesting opinions on religion and the notion of faith, and yeah. all of this is great. And it's very inclusive, you know. We've got um, we've got the bondage loving Satanist. We've got tons <laughs> of people, you know, just just all around. There's a lot of um, lot of there are former Jehovah's Witnesses. We've mm. got uh, we've got furries. We've got you know, it's a diverse group of people who have a very silly fun sense of humor and you know get together to do really good things mm. you know for you know for charity and and other things but also actually on a on a level emotionally pretty sensible you know and and, it, and it's people who have a place to be comfortable yeah. you know with themselves and um yeah and then you know no, no one no one comes in as a reactionary you know no one no one comes in, you know, kicking off, you know, like, no, no, fuck those people or whatever, you know, which is great. Mm. It's good. A lot of, um, yeah, we, um, yeah, and, and people who are like that, you know, we get rid of fairly fast. <laughs> you know? I think I, I found no... that with the, with the LGBT plus tag is that it's like, yes, it does bring in some knobheads, but generally mm. speaking, I've had so many people that have come in drawn by that tag to basically figure out if that's a safe space for them. And as soon as they find yeah. out that it is, it's like, hey, all right, I'm going to oh, get yeah. involved. Yeah, absolutely. We've had, um, yeah, just all sorts of, um, yeah, that, that's a really nice thing. Mm. And that's, you know, and that's what we want. And as well, like, our experience of that is not defined by the turds who come by, because most of them are caught either by the mods, mm. you know, like that and gone before I even see it, yeah. Or by auto mod, you know, so almost, so none of us ever saw it. Yeah. You know, you know, the, these people have no value. That's not what we're here for. We're here, we're here to all have a nice time, you know. And it, if anything, I feel I feel pretty good because it reminds me of um, well, what it really reminds me of is the old anime community that mm. I used to be part of back in back in Perth when I was about fifteen, because that was my first exposure to um, it. We had pagans. We had furries, we had, uh, yeah, we had differing gender norms uh, and all of these things. Uh, we had the guy who just used to dress as a monk, just used to scare the shit out of us. <laughs> just a big bloke dressed as a monk. Okay. I found out later, I found out later his name's Grug. Yeah. Nice guy, artist. He's done some work for me, bloody top bloke. Mm. He used to be a member of a band. He used to come out dressed as a monk, playing a squeeze box and his mouth was full, right? And then in the middle of the song, he'd put the squeeze box down and go, pop, and just sh- spit sheep's eyes. 
cabinet custard onto the crowd. So people thought they were like pussy sheep stars just all over them. And and therefore is my my hero. Wow. And my hero, that man. But that's that's what I feel like because I used to every Saturday I used to go to this thing Saturday night. Mm. You had a bunch of you know young queer kids. You know I was one of them mm-hmm. running around, having a great time, going inside to watch Japanese cartoons. We'd have some fish and chips. Then you had some older you know older people you know who had gone on their journeys or in the process of going on their journey. It was just a welcoming space, and I feel like I kind of had that again. Except we're online and we don't have the rights to watch the anime, you know. (laughs) And instead, instead we have to watch me. But that's okay. I like attention. I'll take that. Have you seen Kay's cooking? Oh, uh, it's taken. Yeah, the crazy lady. No, I haven't seen that. I don't. She um she very badly cooks stuff. Okay. And sometimes chops off little bits of her finger and it lands in the food. It's that kind of cooking. Okay. So she showed that to you. Occasionally. <laughs> okay, that sounds fun. That sounds fun. No, no, I'll I'll leave that for you. I mean, we when when we watch stuff, we just we I like to pull out old relics and um, <gasps> okay, and the exploding whale. Have you seen the exploding I seen whale? The exploding whale. You want to see the exploding whale? You want to uh, <laughs> the exploding cow? The exploding whale. I think of uh, Lake County. Uh, mm. It's the best. Thing. It's so good. Yeah, I am a hundred percent googling that afterwards. You just just write the exploding whale. See if you can get the HD remaster. That's what you want. Okay, Jesus, you're, you're a connoisseur, John. That's the old problem. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's just the best because because trust me, yeah. like just imagine. Yeah. So there's a large whale that's become beached and died on a beach. Right. Right. How'd you get rid of it? Okay. All right. Because if, if you said your stuff ate tons of dynamite under it. <laughs> You would be correct. <laughs> well, no, as it turns out, <laughs> it's a journey. Is it a roller You're... coaster? Is that what we're saying? Uh, yep. Yeah, well, imagine <laughs> it's it's a roller coaster. It's a roundabout. It's a Jodgem car. Uh, a lot, a lot of stuff goes into the air, but it's not connected to anything at the time. Yeah, it's pretty good. But yeah, if you see the, if you get the HD version, you can really make out. Okay. Uh, let's put it this way: a bit of damage. It's, right. it's worth it. We're, we're looking for HD remaster, I promise. Like, yeah. I will literally do it after this. <laughs> oh, good, I hope so. But, yeah, I don't think the rights holders for that are coming for anybody. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> are they too, they're too ashamed, clearly. Oh, I just don't think anyone owns <laughs> it. It's been, it's, it's such a, a, an internet relic. It's yeah. so nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, John, um, I would like to ask you who your slay of the day is, which is a thing we do here where you tell me who your queer icon is. Because we might learn something new about somebody. Oh, sure. I mean, um, well, I, I'm, look, the, the, the cliche is um, I liked Frankenfurter in um, Rocky mm. Horror because I did. You, you know, say cliche. I, this is episode 10 and no one's mentioned him yet. Oh, but he comes up a lot. He comes up a lot in conversation. I've known, I've known young, I've known trans people who go, I don't like Frankenfurter, because of course Frankenfurter is predatory, and I didn't want people to mm. think that I was like that. Yeah, I remember first seeing um, Frankenfurter, and I was terrified of him. Right, mm. and I remember going to bed and saying, "Oh, it's lucky there aren't people like that in the world." I was talking about me, you know, because I was a fucking transvestite. I just watched an hour of this going, "Oh shit, <laughs> fuck, that's oh, me. I'm on screen. That'll be me, fuck." <laughs> 
you know, which, which to be honest, is the same thing. Like it's yeah. that I don't, oh, I don't want you to think I'm bad, mm. you know, right? Um, but then, in terms of just like, um, I, I really admire, I admire camp performance, mm-hmm. and I, I always have, and it's that, um, you, like you see it, you see it, for instance, in um, a lot of the modern Doctor Who's. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. that sort of I'm um I'm a sort of terribly clever soft boy in a in a sort of beautiful beautiful suit you know like a lot of hand flapping and it's mm. really like that stuff's gorgeous but then I like I like to add a sort of you know like a little bit of violence to that and so what I always <laughs> think of is like distinctively dressed um clever people who who can handle themselves so. Like I'm just thinking, like aesthetically, Alex in a Clockwork Orange again, okay. not his behaviour, but mm. it's the, the eyelash and this little oh, smile, yeah. you know, little snarl, and um, and all of that. A um, little bit and... dangerous, and you don't know why. Oh, exactly. It. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's uh, it's people in velvet frock coats who might beat the fuck out of you with that cane. That's <laughs> that's my representation. <laughs> that's what I like. <laughs> I looked at that clothing brand that you rec- uh, recommend on your oh, website. Yeah. Oh my god, I was I was I was into it. <laughs> oh, they're the best. Gallery Serpentine are great. Um, there, yeah, I, I, you know, I love to walk around in their outfits. You know, like you get yourself get yourself a big old frock coat. I've got a colossal walking stick. And you yeah. can really, really cause some damage with that stuff, or at yeah. least look like you will. It's that. It, it's quite nice. It's it's got that kind of. I'll have you know that I'm not an aristocrat. I find those people tedious to the extreme. <laughs> However, I might have just w- either walked into an art gallery to visit my own work, or potentially strode and st- you know strode out of the 19th century. Anyway, you're going to die, and you won't understand how. <laughs> you know. Either way, don't challenge me. Yes, exactly. That's um, <laughs> that, that's that's what I like. And when mm-hmm. I when I think about you know when I think about men in films. That's yeah. uh, that's what I enjoy. I enjoy, like, I enjoy mentally active, physically active, beautifully dressed, uh, like waistcoat people. And of course, I love a waistcoat. I'm with you. Yeah, and but that but that extends everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, that you know, like the second the second you're watching a film and um and it's set, you know, and it's like a diesel punk movie, and it's you know, mm-hmm. and you see like an air, you know, like a um a seaplane and then um a woman with long boots and jodhpurs comes out and you go ha ha <laughs> yes <laughs> yes she's gonna she's gonna be represented as a lesbian yeah. she's gonna you know this is great <laughs> she's gonna kick ass and take names uh, aeon flux there you go aeon flux and yeah, Trevor Goodshaw. yeah. okay that, that's actually my answer i've just realized that's the perfect answer okay because those two as well They've got um, you can't. They've got S and M overtones. They mm. play with notions of power. They play with notions of gender. And um, as it was said to me once uh, by my grandmother, who loved Aeon Flux, she was just explaining. She just went, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. These two just change into whatever the episode needs them to be." Yeah. And yeah, that was that was just great, <laughs> you know, because because Aeon Flux, well, yeah, they both just switch mm-hmm. back and forth, and Aeon Flux is a strong, you know. She's a strong woman, and then it's that thing of press down on my leg. Oh, good, it hurts. You know? <laughs> do it again. <laughs> yes, do it again. Yes. So, John, where can people yeah. find you if they would like to see more of your incredible stuff? Oh, you. Um, you. you can find me. Hang on. Oh, we're going to get posh now. 
Well, ish. Uh, you can find me at, uh, I've got some live shows coming up on the 8th of the 8th. I'll be at the Frog and Bucket. I'm going to be at the UK Games Expo um, at the end of this month. But uh, you can mostly find me at, here we go, and I'll make this a little bit larger. There it is this. in the chat. Oh, it's my favourite too. <laughs> Thank you. You can find me over at uh, twitch.tv slash Robotron. Hey. Um, there I am. And uh, yeah, we, we have ourselves a wild time. I do all sorts of different themed shows. I'm not really, yes, I did say Frog and Bucket. I'll be at Manchester Frog and Bucket <laughs> on the 8th of August, uh, doing my show The Dark Room, uh, jumping around in a corset and huge boots, living my best life. Incredible um, costume. Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, pop on by my channel. Normally we do all sorts of themed shows, but I am sick at the moment mm -hmm. and just can't, can't do it. We just had to cancel. But coping on admirably, it's worth saying. Like eating all sorts of shit and God knows what else. <laughs> oh, yeah. COVID be oh, yeah. damned. I'm still going to eat terrible food. That's it. We're going to do some stuff. Yes. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to promote, John? No, no, that's no. it. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on this podcast today. It was a genuine joy. I really respect your stuff. Um, I just think you're brilliant. Um, oh, you. And this thank was so you. open and lovely. And it, I'm really genuinely grateful that you've come on and do it. It so was a pleasure you. to be here. Thank, thank you for doing this. I, right. um, I'd wondered what this would be like because mm. I've never really spoken about this or, or I don't feel like I have. Mm. And this was so inviting and so open. <laughs> thank you very much. Hey, I'll, I'm, I'm an open book. I will literally answer anything. <laughs> Excellent. Comedy ruined my filter. So, you know, it's all good. <laughs> a good line. Yeah. All right. Thank you, John. It's been a thank genuine you so much, pleasure. Jen. Farewell. Okay. Bye. Bye. See you, gang. Bye. So that was Robotron, a.k.a. John Robertson. Got his name right this time. Thank you so much to John for being so completely open and honest. Um, I've spent quite a bit of time with his community now, and what a wonderful set of open-minded human beings. They're lovely. Become a fuckloaf today. Uh, find John on twitch.tv slash Robotron. John's website is thejohnrobertson.com, which feels correct. Um, it's also the website that introduced me to all of the delicious gallery serpentine gear that I gush about in this podcast. JennaGameMaster.com for where I am all of the internet. And if you want to recommend any LGBT plus creatives to interview, feel free to hit me up on those links. That's what they're there for. Have a fab week. I will see you next Monday. Bye. Bye.